And let's jump back into the practice. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Settle your body in its natural state, imbued with the three qualities of relaxation, stillness, and vigilance. Settle your respiration in its natural rhythm, breathing as effortlessly as if you were deep asleep, and taking on the subtle challenge of attending to a process that you can very, very easily influence, and yet not do so, and that is the flow of the breath. Allow it to flow without intervention. Settle your mind in its natural state with a quality of ease, of stillness in the present moment, and the innate clarity or vividness of awareness. And for just a little while, let your awareness illuminate the sensations of the in and out flow of the breath. Calm the mind, release the flow of obsessive thinking as you calm and settle your mind in the present moment.
Then let your eyes be open, at least partially. And direct your gaze downwards, not forcefully, but just let your gaze gently be directed downwards. Rest your awareness in space. And without directing your attention to any object, any shape or color, or any object of any kind, just rest your awareness. without seeking to modify, to direct, or alter your awareness in any way. Just let it rest in its own nature, its own innate luminosity, its own character. Just let it be. Moment to moment, sustain the flow of mindfulness without distraction, without being carried away by thoughts or any other object of the mind. As soon as thoughts arise, just release them instantly. And come back and rest in the nature of your own awareness without distraction without grasping onto any object, utterly loose.
Now attend quite closely. Do you have a sense of there being an observer? An agent in here on the subjective side who's doing the practice? Do you have a sense of being someone in here who's resting your awareness in its own nature? Focus in closely, as if with a zoom lens. Focus in closely on your experience of being the one who rests your awareness in its own nature. Observe the observer, the agent who's meditating. inwards, right in upon the nature of the agent, and then release, utterly release your awareness with no object. Once again, invert your awareness in upon that which is meditating, in upon that which is inverting and releasing your attention. Arouse, invert your awareness and release. Do this in an alternating fashion. Throughout the cycle of this oscillation, very gently sustain the flow of awareness resting in awareness.
as you invert your awareness in upon the agent, upon the meditator, the subject, observe closely and see whether this agent has any characteristics. Location, shape, size, any other discernible qualities that you can directly observe as you observe your own sense of being the meditator, the person inverting and releasing awareness.
let's bring this session to a close. Sambhava said of the method from yesterday that that's an especially effective method for overcoming laxity, dullness. This method, he comments, can be especially effective for inducing stability or over- overcoming excitation. And yesterday when Anna raised the, um, the issue of doing such practice and being able actually to break through to Ritpa or pristine awareness, Padmasambhava was specifically referring to that technique right there. That one, he said at the conclusion of this phase, he said, maybe you'll even identify Rikpa. And then he says, do this for one day. <laughs> so you have that option. You can just do this for today and see how it goes. A number of people have mentioned in the private meetings, in our interviews, a bit of a problem with sleeping, insomnia, just having a hard time falling asleep. Um, this is actually quite normal that it's not that it's for everybody, but it's not at all uncommon, especially in the early phases. If we just bear in mind the radical shift of lifestyle, environment, pretty much everything, from where you were 10 days ago, from here, uh, the climate is almost certainly not what you were experiencing 10 days ago. Uh, this just, you know, it's, it creates turbulence in the whole system, the nervous system, the prana system. And that's just the environment. And then whatever your lifestyle was, with maybe one or two exceptions, you probably weren't meditating six, seven, eight hours a day in an environment that is beautiful but offers virtually nothing in the way of entertainment. And talking, internet, telephone, and so forth, television, reading, and so forth and so on. So all of that kind of sets the system a little bit ajar or a bit out of, out of balance. And so what I would suggest always, if in doubt, go gently. Go gently. This isn't, even though it's a short time, it's not a time to push. So drawing, deriving the greatest benefit, you know, really milking this experience for all that it's worth, and I can't say this more strongly, does not entail trying your very hardest. Trying your hardest is just trying way too hard. Okay? So treating yourself in a very loving, loving way, a gentle way. And so not pushing the envelope. I remember in one of the three-month retreats we had one fellow meditating at the beginning only four hours a day. You know, there was nothing else to do but four hours a day and he was going to the store and he was doing this and doing that and I didn't say anything because he was grappling with some very, very important psychological issues that were deep and important and I just, you know, four hours, four hours. And he worked through it, worked through it and then as the weeks went by, then of his own accord, without pushing, with no encouragement or cracking of the whip from me, then he started going five, six, seven, eight hours by the time he was really cruising. But it was very important for him not to push, not to push. And so for insomnia, just a brief comment on that, uh, just in terms of a direct remedy, it's not going to solve everything, is, would be during the last session or two, just immediately before bed, go into the supine position and just do full body awareness, do the infirmary. Okay, full body awareness, very gentle, very soft, grounding your awareness in the earth element, 
breathing out and releasing and releasing, not trying to achieve shamatha, stability and vividness. Nevertheless, this is a shamatha practice. Why? Because you're cultivating the first of the three qualities. Doing that, and you can actually do your last session in bed, until finally you just feel that kind of drowsiness coming in. It's laxity, it's dullness. And instead of at 10 o'clock, 10.30, whenever it is you go to bed, instead of trying to counteract it, surrender to it. And then roll out of that position, out of the Shavasana, roll into your normal sleeping position, and then just get a good night's sleep. So in terms of something really practical, just before sleep, and should you wake up? Um, wake up, I think I woke up at 12.40, I guess this morning. But I knew I needed more sleep than that, so I did a little bit of Shavasana, a little bit of full body awareness, and then right back to sleep again. And so that's something both at the beginning of the night when you're about to fall asleep, as well as in the middle of night, rather than getting caught up in a lot of thoughts. Get your attention out of your head, down into the torso, into the hips, down to the lower, into the legs. Bring it down, and then very gently just release and release, release with every out-breath. <clears throat> so, insomnia is one problem, not at all, not at all uncommon. And it should not last. If it does last, then please speak with me. But this, is, this should be, an, this is a nyam, one of those transient anomalous experiences. Another one is anxiety. And anxiety is, again, is not at all uncommon. Again, strange environment, strange lifestyle, everything different. And so, on a, on a mundane level, that could account for it. Um, it's also important, though, to recognize that in, in this environment, this is probably safer than you've been in a long time in your whole lifetime. <laughs> you know, where have you lived where you had security guards patrolling, hey, check, checkmate, and speaking with a man that would scare the bejabbers out of a, you know, a gorilla? I mean, Barry Buck is a man I would not want to tangle with, and I'm so glad he's on our side. He's the man in charge of security, and he's one tough dude. Right? And he's got all these people working for him to protect us. So frankly, you just probably have never been safer in your life. You're not even driving. When, that's a pretty risky business. And so you know that there's nothing to be anxious about from the environment. So just going into the mind, well, one area where anxiety can easily arise, and it's quite interesting, is when the practice actually goes well. Yeah. The mind is not just full of jabba 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 but sometimes it actually gets silent and then where am I? what's to become of me? right? when it goes silent then what are you doing? you're starting to, to, you're starting to descend down into the substrate consciousness the substrate consciousness is exactly the domain of your awareness where you are no longer present you with your clearly defined personality, your personal history, your gender, your skills, all of that business, it's dissolved. And so you're looking into the dissolution of yourself. And insofar as there's clinging to the self, grasping onto, well, this is who I am. I really am. I am, I am, I am, you know. You know. I have some security and, well, I, have, I remember who I am. The same guy that was here, there yesterday. You know, that gives us some security. Well, look, I know where I am and here you're dissolving that, you're letting that loose. Well, that's going into foreign territory. That's unknown area. And there is quite naturally a fear of the unknown. Where am I, what am I getting into here? And sometimes it's not just anxiety. On occasion it can be real deep, deep fear. Fear of self-annihilation. That I can slip into that substrate 
and then I'll have no way to claw myself back because there's nothing to hold on to and it'll just be ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be totally lost forever in a void. It sounds kind of funny, but when the fear arises, it's actually real. The fear is real and in fact, and this is the really good news, there's no basis for such a fear any more than you're really in danger whenever you fall asleep. You know, the sheer act of falling asleep and losing your mind as your awareness slips into the substrate. That has proven itself to be not dangerous thousands of times by now. We made it through the night. You dissolved, you disappeared, but somehow you reborn the next morning. Here I am, you know? And so, Anxiety as much as you can, and I know this is not easy, but when it arises, just observe it and recognize this is an anxiety that has no, no basis in reality. There's nothing dangerous. They're even patrolling for snakes. You know, there's just nothing dangerous here in the environment. And there is, in fact, no danger in, in descending into, settling into the substrate consciousness because what's awaiting you there is bliss, luminosity, and non-conceptuality. Not exactly a danger zone. Okay? Having said that, a final comment, and that is in the spirit of not pushing too hard, keep your sessions short. And then if you find some kind of anxiety or just kind of a restlessness, sometimes the more one wants to relax, the more restless one feels, right? In that, then don't fight it. Go out for a walk, get some exercise, or also give your mind a little bit of exercise. You probably brought something to read. So, you know, something that is in, in the spirit of what we're doing here, not, let's say, a romance novel. I hope you didn't bring any, you know. Yeah, you forgot. <laughs> you, brought, you brought your James Bond novels, right? And so, you know, thriller, pulp fiction, not so helpful. But any kind of reading, just to give yourself a bit of a break. Let your mind engage with something. So the, the, the lifestyle, the, the transition of lifestyle is not so abrupt, okay? And of course, we're maintaining silence here. Well, that's different. So allow yourself time for reading, a bit for exercise, walking about, swim whenever you have the opportunity. In that way, just give yourself a break.